the whole goal is to shift negativity to a different space and be That's able right. to kind of change your mental outlook. Welcome to the In Your Head podcast with Jody and Judy, where we're all about helping you get out of your own way. Our focus is on your mindset and helping you remove the mental roadblocks you've created so that you can unleash your potential and get more out of life. Hey everyone, I'm Judy. And I'm Jody. Welcome back. Today we are here to talk about mindfulness. Judy, let's describe what we mean by mindfulness. Yeah. What do we mean by mindfulness? What does it mean to you? You know, for me, it is really about the ability to be present and it's being very aware of yourself, your surroundings, what's happening, who you're with, the conversation you're having, what you're feeling. It's a lot of different things, but I think it's just, yeah, as the word says, it's being mindful and very aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, being all in, in the moment, being really focused on what's happening you know, even if, you know, I'm washing the dishes, I'm really focused on, it's just a, such a monotonous task, right? But I'm really focused mm-hmm. on how the dish feels in my hand and how the water feels and the soap and all of that. It's not thinking about what I have to do um, next or what I didn't do yesterday. You know, it's focused on yeah. just that moment in time. Yeah. And it's not being in a conversation with somebody where your mind's drifting and you're having a mental conversation about something (laughs) completely different, which I've been very guilty of doing. So there's so many different ways to practice mindfulness. I think the most popular is meditation. I'm going to be really honest. Meditation doesn't work for me. I think I'm a little too restless. I'm not as mindful as I should be. And I'm practicing on that. But I know meditation works for so, so many people. I think what we're going to talk about today is the thing that you and I probably both have found to be most helpful, and that's what we call a PQ rep. So why don't you define a PQ rep for everybody? I'd be happy to do that. So PQ rep comes from Positive Intelligence, a program that was developed by Shirzad Shamin. We've talked about this in our prior episodes. And so if you haven't listened to those, you should go back and, and listen. Positive Intelligence is a really great program for helping people not only become more mindful and present, as we're going to talk about, but also for moving forward in life when challenged and moving forward in positive ways. And so one of the components of the program that we're going to talk about is the mindfulness as we're talking about today. And a PQ rep is PQ short for positive intelligence. It's really a very, very brief meditation. And so it's very different from what we think about with meditation where we sit down and, you know, we're in a quiet room, maybe a candle's lit and we're meditating for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour or longer. It's not that kind of meditation. It can be as quick as 10 seconds. It can be two minutes. It can be any, any amount of time that we want it to be, but we get the benefits from that mindful experience, which is a short, in a short period of time. How was that for describing it? Yeah, I think that's great. One thing that I will say is you and I use this in an app because we went through the positive intelligence program, but it absolutely does not have to be done with an app. And I will say that I rarely use the app anymore. And I find myself just going into these little automatic PQ wraps. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important. Maybe let's talk about when these things are helpful because people don't meditate all the time throughout the day. And the beauty of a PQ rep is that you can literally 
do it anytime, anywhere. And there's many different kinds, which you're going to talk about a little bit. But mm-hmm. I think for me, when I find it most helpful is when I get some of those kind of internal messages. And we talked about the saboteurs last time. And really, it's when those saboteurs are acting up and you're having that little voice in your head that's giving you a negative message or you're having negative feelings about something. I think it's always best to identify that first to to say, okay, I know something's showing up. What is mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. And then to go into a PQ rep and try to shift. The whole goal is to shift that negativity to a different space and be able to kind of change your mental outlook. Yeah. I mean, we can't think of two things at once. The brain won't allow us to do that. So when we're engaged in a PQ rep, we're dropping the thought that put us in that negative space. The challenge that we're having is a result of a thought that we had about that challenge and what it means to us, right? And so when we do a PQ rep, we're stopping that pattern. We're stopping that thought and getting into a mindful place so that we can then decide what action we want to take in a more neutral or positive way. So this is the PQ rep we're talking about. What I love about it is that it's in real time. So a lot of times things come up and we may push it aside and decide, I'm going to deal with that later, or we just keep going and let that negativity just kind of hang in there. So I love the PQ rep because it happens right when that negativity is happening and helps you get rid of it rather than carrying it around all day or trying to deal with it later. That's right. We're in control of that. That's what I love about this idea is that sense of empowerment that we've talked about before. This is this is one of the steps in empowering ourselves to handle things differently and handle them in ways that best serve us and best serve other people around us, right? Yeah. What I love too is that this has been scientifically proven and studied many, many times. And it, we know that practicing these PQ reps over time gives us the ability to use it. And it really, what it's doing, it's creating and reinforcing new neural pathways. So it literally is working in your brain. And what happens now is we all have those default stimulus that make us respond in a certain way. So this is really rewiring that. Many times we aren't aware we even do that, but this literally, if you can go into a PQ rep, it literally helps you to rewire and respond in a different way that is not your typical default. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, you're, you're retraining your brain and it takes practice, right? Just like any developing any new habit. Science tells us, you know, this, it, takes, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes repetition. And so, you know, going into any program for creating better habits for ourselves involves that repetition and that practice. So, so that's what we're talking about is like, don't think that just because you do one PQ rep, you're done. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. right? We have to practice with it as Judy and I practice with it a lot as we help people with this and walk people through the, the positive intelligence program. We, we're also practitioners of PQ repping as well. So I'm curious, Judy, when do you find yourself doing PQ reps most often? Gosh, sometimes I'm in the middle of a challenging conversation with someone <laughs> or some people. We all get triggered by different things based on our experiences in life and, you know, uh, just how we're, you know, we're made up, right? And so when someone's jumping all over my triggers, I've gotten to the point where I'm, I can ease, more easily recognize it mm-hmm. than before, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm feeling triggered. I'm angry right now. And then I can talk about what PQ reps really are, but I can, I can get into a PQ rep pretty easily, even during a conversation, just reminding myself that 
you know, I have, I'm empowered to decide how I want to respond to this and what's going to serve me best. Yeah. I think I find myself using it most often, exactly what you said, when I know I'm going to face a difficult conversation or be with a person that maybe triggers me. Mm-hmm. I also use them often when my patience <laughs> has <laughs> run out, which is fairly often driving down the road and having, you know, rather than having road rage, I try mm-hmm. to do a PQ rep standing in line at the grocery store when I inevitably pick the wrong line and I'm standing there waiting and watching the other lines fly by. I try to entertain myself a little bit and get my mind off of the time I'm wasting by doing a PQ rep. So they come in handy. They come in handy. I mean, I can think of a few meetings in my prior life, sitting around a conference room table with a bunch of other colleagues where I could have really benefited from being able to do a PQ rep. You know, some of those conversations are really challenging and I maybe didn't handle them the way that I would have liked. And so this would have been helpful information at that time for sure. One other time that I find that it really, really helps me is when I find myself going into a big judgment mode. If I'm, you know, starting to judge somebody or a situation, which is kind of like the grocery store thing, you kind of start judging that situation as Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is a waste of time. Can't believe I got in this line. Look how slow that, you know, I start going there. And so it often helps me get past that immediate judgment that is my default and move on to where it really, I don't even notice it. It doesn't matter. I mean, that's the, the beauty of this. Once we get mindful, those, those small little triggers a lot of times we don't have to take any further action. Once we've done a PQ rep, we're like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm back to neutral. I'm back to my myself and I don't have to take any further action. This, is, this isn't bothering me anymore. Mm-hmm. So Julie, let's talk about the different types. There's different yeah. styles of PQ reps. What are the ones you really like? Well, um, I really like the tactile one. And with a PQ rep, what's important is to really focus with great attention to what you're seeing. It can be, you can use sight as a PQ rep. We can use hearing, what we're hearing in the distance, what we're hearing nearby. We can use the tactile, as I just spoke about, where you can take uh, fingertips of both of your hands and rub them, rub your first finger against your thumb and feel all the ridges of your fingertip. And just really with exquisite attention, focus on what you're feeling. You can do them with your eyes open. You can do them with your eyes closed. There's also the one I know you like, which is feet on the floor, barefoot, feeling all your toes touching the floor and kind of moving them around and feeling those sensations. What are some other ones? Well, there's the tense and relax. So working from the top of your head down and literally tensing your your forehead, your cheeks, your neck, your shoulders, and releasing that and just being very focused on that tension and letting go what that feels like. Another one I think is pretty easy is the breathing. Mm-hmm. So actually taking deep breaths and feeling the temperature of the breath as it goes through your nose and then letting it out and really like focusing that on that whole process. I really like that. Mm-hmm. And then another thing, because you and I talk about this stuff all the time, and I think we kind of look over the fact that sometimes one of these might not be the right thing. I know that there are people that will get that sense of anger or sadness or fear. And I know when I've listened to Shirzad, he's talked about just sitting in the sensation of that feeling. So mm-hmm. rather than 
going into a true like, you know, tactile or visual, something like that, but actually sitting there and focusing on what does this anger feel like? What's Mm -hmm. it doing to my body? Yeah. And just being really, really focused on that to where you kind of nail it down and then it's easier to move away from that. Yeah. So So, where does this feel in my stomach? Where am I feeling this tension right now in my body? Kind of using that somatic experience. I like that. Yeah. So maybe doing the PQ rep around the, you know, the knot in your stomach, you know, maybe it's that fear and you've got that knot in your stomach. So I think there's a lot of ways to use it. You can get creative with this. There's no right or wrong. I think we all have our favorites and there will be times when you're driving a car, you clearly can't close your eyes and, Mm -hmm. you know, go into one of those types. So you have to pick, pick and choose, I guess, based on the situation. So we thought it would be fun to actually walk everybody through doing a PQ rep just so they know what it is we're talking about and kind of get a sense of it. Yes. Um, so Judy, do you want to walk through one of those? I think yeah, what it'll take maybe a minute or two. Yeah, I think I want to do the tactile one. And so if you're driving a car, you can't you can't do this in the, in the moment. There's a lot of places where you, the tactile works great and some places where, as you mentioned, may not be as good. So you can always come back to this recording, to this podcast when you can do this one, but I'm going to guide us through this tactile PQ rep. Okay, so please sit comfortably with your spine straight and relaxed, your head straight, your chest open, and your feet flat on the floor. And please close your eyes when you're ready. Now we're going to do some reps with your sense of touch. So rub two fingertips gently against each other with such attention that you can feel the fingertip ridges on both your fingers. Feel all the sensations of your fingertips. Now rub all the fingertips of one hand gently against the fingertips and palm of the other hand and notice all those feelings and sensations. And now put your right hand on your stomach and notice the gentle rising and falling of your stomach with each breath. And take your time. Whenever you feel ready, open your eyes. And there you have it. That was pretty quick, pretty easy. To give people just a little context of this, obviously, we're just walking you through one right now. But the ideal time to use this is when you're triggered, whether you're having a negative feeling, getting ready to face something that you think is going to be challenging, you're feeling fear, something like that. It's a great time to do it. And again, what we're trying to do is we're trying to shift that mental focus. So away from anything negative, take some practice. I don't know how good you are at, but I I will say I'm still a progress, a work in progress here. You know, it's very easy to drift. And I remember when we first started this, I thought, oh my God, I can't do this. Even 10 seconds, like my mind would be drifting. I'd be thinking about I can't believe I'm rubbing my fingertips together. Like this is, you know, this is so stupid. (laughs) Judging, judging, (laughs) judging, judging what I'm doing. But I I did that. And 
you know, you eventually get to where you can actually focus for 10 seconds and then it gets longer. So whichever Mm -hmm. kind you choose, know that you're going to be derailed midway. You're going to get other thoughts. Just catch yourself and go back to it. There's no right or wrong. You're not going to do it perfectly. Don't give up because it didn't work a few times. Just keep trying. Yes, I agree. Keep practicing. Even 10 seconds is helpful. And that's a great starting point to get into longer PQ reps. We just did one. I don't know how many seconds it was. It may have been a minute, but just start really slowly as you get into this. And we also have a guide on PQ reps that we're going to share in the show notes. So it'll walk you through different variations of the PQ rep. If you'd like to see that, you can check out the show notes. And I think you will be very, very surprised at how this works. I was probably the biggest naysayer in the beginning, like there's no way. I know my mind, I drift, I, you know, I'm restless. And I can't even tell you how many times it's prevented me from responding in my old traditional way, whether Mm -hmm. that was being short with somebody that, you know, I was frustrated with, or maybe getting an argument going with somebody that I've been able to use that and all different types, different varieties of using it. But it always seems to help kind of clear my mind and just move forward more productively and more effectively. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) So good luck everyone with that. And what are we going to talk about in our next episode? Well, we are going to talk about what we call the sage perspective. And this is another concept from positive intelligence that we love. And it's really about accessing a completely different part of your brain using different kinds of tools to really be able to be clear-headed, laser-focused, and take that kind of action. Yeah. So this is after the peak you're up. The next step is to, because you're in a neutral state at that point, back to yourself, and then you're able to make decisions at that point objectively on, on how to proceed. And, and so that's what we're talking about from the sage perspective, that different area, the different side of the brain that helps us take that action that, that best serves us. Yeah. And really the sage perspective in a few words is being able to make a gift of everything. Mm-hmm. It's looking for the gift in everything that happens. So those frustrating moments where you needed that PQ rep, being able to step back and go, okay, what positive just came from that? Mm-hmm. Was there a gift in the situation? So that is what we will be talking about. And we will be back next month to talk about the sage perspective. Thanks everyone. Thanks for listening to In Your Head. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you think may benefit. Give us a like or a positive review and subscribe to follow us. We hope you continue to tune in and join us as a loyal mindset warrior. Catch you on the next episode.